0: mindset it's how we see life people events and in some cases it can even dictate how people see you the high frequency mindset podcast will help you raise your consciousness and see things in a new light
1: and create new pathways to living better host sally wagner is a coach and entrepreneur and she has some answers for you as well as some soul-searching questions for her guests that will definitely raise your vibe here's sally It's Sally Wagner, and welcome to the High Frequency Mindset Podcast. Today, our guest is Amy Wade. Amy, welcome.
0: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
1: Well, I'm so happy you're here, and I can't wait to introduce you to our audience. So everybody listen up. Amy Wade is a certified life coach, certified mind, body, spirit practitioner, Reiki master, teacher, teacher. Certified angel card reader, certified 200 hour yoga teacher, and author. In fact, that's how we met because of being authors, right? Yes. Amy has a background of over 20 years of office management and administration work. Hanging on to her childhood stories of abandonment, mental and emotional abuse, and then molestation, which contributed to having suicidal thoughts almost daily, kept her in the space of hopelessness and despair. As an adult, She chose to use alcohol to cope with her unhealthy emotions and a way to be able to relax and have fun. With the information she gained from taking the certification courses, reading lots of books and listening to a multitude of spiritual teachers and influencers, she learned to change her perspective about her life experiences and released her addiction. While working full-time in the corporate world, Amy dabbled in coaching for 15 years with her Reiki clients and the classes, workshops, and retreats she's facilitated. She decided that her desire and lifelong mission is to help guide others in feeling empowered as they navigate their emotional healing journey with the intention of being confident in living a spiritual-based life and with a powerful sense of self-love and therefore established her business as Amy Wade, Emotional Resiliency Coach, LLC. Again, Amy, welcome.
0: Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> so golly, lots there we could talk about. Um, oh, yes. And I, I want to start with something that jumped out at me. Um, you talk about healing your addiction, Um, I think sometimes when we look at behaviors, uh, alcohol, substances, uh, binging on Netflix, you know, we look at the behavior without looking at the cause. And when, when I saw you released the addiction, what that's saying to me is you addressed the cause. Is that correct?
0: Absolutely. Yes. That, um, With my experiences from childhood, having the anger, the shame, the guilt, all that suppressed within me because, you know, growing up, I didn't have any adults around me that knew how to deal with that in a healthy way. My mom, you know, had a low self-esteem, low self-confidence. She's seeking outside of herself for validation, approval, acceptance, and love. And so that's the behavior I learned. That's that's what we do right love comes from everybody else yeah and then when i was molested at 14 um a huge amount of anger and then amplified with shame and guilt yeah. um shame you know when you reach that point it's hopeless you, you just you really you just give up i i just in a sense i gave up i didn't really want to be here anymore so that's when i start contemplating suicide um and then in my adult life I started drinking to put the band-aid on because when I put the band-aid on, I had a great time. <laughs> was, I, yeah. That was the life of the party and which is interesting because um I also, because of my life experiences, was shy, timid. I'm a, I'm intro I have an introverted background. So, you know, we don't want the attention on us. So being intoxicated, I could handle all that. I that's how I got my love and approval. That's how um I got my attention. And um if you remember the the sitcom Cheers when Norm walked into the bar, right? Everybody said, "No, right?" Yeah. That was me. Like I would walk in and uh, you know, big, I knew a lot of people in the bar and uh they're like, hey, "Amy's here." Cuz now the party started. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I decided to take the step on a transformational journey because I knew that the amount of alcohol I was consuming, my body would not be able to sustain it for one. And the other thing is what really I had to take a hard look at was I had a son and. I was not being my best self. I didn't know how to navigate life and all this pain I was carrying. So how am I going to teach him how to do it? What kind of an example am I being? By the way, I was covering up all my pain. And uh, so taking the steps to address, why am I drinking? What, because, you know, in the beginning, I didn't know. I just knew that when I drank, I had a great time. Yeah. But then really taking a look at it and saying, you know, why am I drinking and being inquisitive, being, I, you know, I call it being a detective, being curious about myself, because I really am interested in how we think, how we show up in our behaviors, how we react or respond to situations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, it was it was the bandaid. And that's what I come up with. It was the band-aid to cover up all that heavy emotion. So I could relax and have a good time. I couldn't relax when I was sober, but I could do it when I was intoxicated. Yeah. And when I really started diving into that and, and, um, doing some healing around that, then I knew I could start the process of
1: releasing the alcohol addiction. Right and and i think that's such an important part of the process as you've said you know if if we address the behavior we've all heard the term dry drunk right you know if we address the behavior without getting to the root cause of things then the behavior is going to come out in other ways um right so we've just we've changed one behavior for another behavior that's coming from the same source of hurt and wounding So I think that, that healing is so important. So what would you suggest to someone who's maybe identifying with that story? I think there's a lot of us do, right? Uh, We medicate in all different kinds of ways to kind of um, address that, that pain that we carry. What, what could somebody do as a first step?
0: First of all, you can't change anything until you acknowledge it. And sometimes that's the hardest part to acknowledge. This is what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it. And until you can acknowledge it and take, you can say, take ownership of it, take responsibility for it. Then, um, then you can take the steps to make the change. That's typically when people, you just get to a point where you're just, like, I was, I was just exhausted. I was exhausted, sober because of all the emotional pain I was carrying. I was exhausted from being um, intoxicated because the hangovers took longer. It was yeah. just, yeah, yeah. You know, the benefits of either way wasn't there were none. Um, and when I just really took responsibility for it was the emotional pain that I was carrying that was triggering the behavior. Yeah. And once I knew that, once I really acknowledged that, then I could go, Okay, what what's the next step? And interesting enough that, you know, we are energetic beings. So when we start to be inquisitive and ask the questions, whether it's just energetically, meaning just thinking about it or actually talking to somebody and asking the questions, the universe starts helping us. Yes. And a book showed up right? Hey, Amy, I think you had, you, I wasn't a reader at the time. I was 28. um, And I wasn't a reader, really. I didn't like reading in school. It wasn't my thing. But somebody handed me a book, and it actually, it just totally opened up my, my thinking, because it validated some of the things that I was already experiencing as in earlier in childhood. And I had this question of, what is life about? Are we really supposed to be born into these families and experience all this pain, the anger, all the lower vibrational emotions, and then die? Like, what kind of sense is that? That made no sense to me as a kid. I was like, I'm not having this. This is not because after I was molested at 14, and then that that heavy emotion really settled in, and I was having these suicidal thoughts every day. Um, I'm like, I don't want to live till 80, 90, 100 years old in this way. And so, you know, I just go back. When you start asking the questions, the universe starts to work mm-hmm. with you to bring you the answers. And I was handed a book. It was a Sylvia Brown book. And she talked about, you know, past lives, reincarnation, karma, like all these topics that in spirit, like energy and all these topics that felt so right to me. It made so much sense. And so that book alone just opened up my um, interest in spirit world, um, but still also wanting to take the steps to help heal myself Mm -hmm. from there. You know, I, I, I was guided to, from that one book, like that was the catapult of my journey. And I call it my conscious spiritual journey. We're always on a spiritual journey, but that was my conscious spiritual journey. That's when I, when I started, I would say kind of waking up to me. And, um, it just led me like to Brian Weiss's work of, um, past lives. And then, uh, I eventually got connected with Louise Hay and her book, you can heal your life. Mm -hmm. And that's where I really started diving into the emotional part because what she talks about, you know, she's the pioneer of, um, our emotions contribute to our physical issues. Right. And when I started learning about it, it just, it was just like this angels were singing and, mm-hmm. and it just made so much sense to me. And I just really soaked all that in. And I just love it so much to, to, and I've had so much, um, validation that that's true, that our emotions huh. that we harbor yeah. is going to affect us physically.
1: Yeah. And, and I think, you know, Uh, more and more of science is telling us those things. And yet at the same time, that may be kind of a novel idea for some people to consider. But when you think about the, the science, cutting edge science tells us that everything is energy. Thoughts are energy. Our bodies are energy. And so energy affects energy. If we have the energy of low frequency emotions that's gonna be trapped in our bodies and it's gonna show up as disease, illness, inflammatory disease, most especially. Toxins are gonna to accumulate around those low frequency points. So it it makes sense in those terms.
0: And what we don't really realize as well is um, we're living our day-to-day life. You know, We just keep getting on this high-speed living. <laughs> everything's faster 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 um and we're stressed yeah so not only are we just stressed from our normal day-to-day living those emotions I, i just call them lower vibrational emotions when we stuff them into our body it actually causes stress yeah but because we've been living with it for so long we don't realize it right and that was that was one of the things when I'm, when I'm intoxicated, I relax and I have fun. How can I relax when I'm sober? Well, the process was to allow myself to um, acknowledge these emotions that I was putting in my body and pushing them down and trying to cover them up and ignore them. Um, when I start letting those emotions come up and I use uh, writing and burning. So I write out. Um, you know, just write out how you're feeling. If you need to blame somebody for something, write that out. I'm blaming you for this. This is what you did to me. This is how it, how it's making me feel. This is how it's contributing to the way I'm showing up in my life. Um, curse words, bold letters, exclamation points, underline, you're probably going to do some crying, which is excellent because it's a great form of release. Mm -hmm. Um, and you get, you, and I say, write, write it out. You physically write it. Don't sit there and type it on your right. computer um, because it's an energetic movement. We're moving that, that heavy emotion from the body through the arm, to the hand, to the pen, to the paper, right? Energy can't be destroyed. It just changes form. And so we're just letting that energy flow to the paper. And then when I, and when I feel like I've exhausted in that moment, whatever I'm feeling that discord Then I take that paper and I burn it safely. Let's be safe about it. Yeah. Um, Safely burn it. But at the same time, I'm calling in my universal team, which encompasses spirit. Um, And I ask, you know, especially I call in the angels. You can call in God, whoever you want to call in and ask them, please help me transmute this energy back to love.
1: Yeah. I think that is such an important step. And in some of the practices I've seen, that step is missing. I always include it in the practices that I encourage people to use um, because we don't want to just release that energy and that it's free to do something else in the world, right? We want to transmute it and then we can redirect it in any way we choose.
0: Yes. And, um, I also do a couple other things after that, I acknowledge the, the experience that there is value from the experience. Yeah. Sometimes we can't see it right away when you're in the the chaos of it, you're probably not going to see it and that's okay. But when you get through it and look back, what value was there for me to walk through that storm? What information, what wisdom, what wisdom did I gain? And and information becomes wisdom when you implement it. So we have to implement what we've learned, implement the valuable pieces, and we just leave the rest behind because we can't change anything that happened. And there's no uh, real significance of hanging on to it because this is just going to stress us out anyway. Uh, so I acknowledge the value of it. That this is why I had to go through this, and this is what I learned, and implement what I learned. And I love being wiser. I just love that word. I'm yeah. so wise, right? Um Yeah. And I also, you know, I'm grateful that I had that experience. So the experiences that I had in childhood, would I want to walk through it again? I don't know. But I do know that it contributed to where I'm at right now. And for me to have walked through those storms and grow from them and learn all the information that I've learned from so many great teachers and and influencers, that now I get to help others. And I just think about you know that that game, the barrel of monkeys, where we're just yeah we're just helping each other up. We're just helping uh, empower each other and help each other grow and expand and and um you know, step into our greatness instead of wallowing around like fish out of water. um, And then the last thing is I just want to hit upon is that when we move that energy from our body to the paper and we allow it to be released to the universe, you want to, you've created an energetic void within your body. And we want to fill that up with something else, not more crap. Right. So right. you want to go do something that feels really good, that just lights your heart on fire, that, that lifts your spirits. It could just be, you know, three minutes, six minutes of dancing. Um, some really good, upbeat, energetic music. Um, but I just want to be clear it's something that brings joy to you yeah that even could be like a bubble bath. it could be going to the gym and just moving the body. It could be you know watching babies laughing on YouTube. It could be anything that's going to lift your spirits up because we want we want we want to replenish our body with good feeling energy
1: yeah that's an important step to kind of complete the cycle right uh, right you're right any gaps that we've left when we get rid of that low frequency energy. Uh, they're going to be filled with something else. So we want to make sure we consciously choose what we fill it with. Right. Um, it, you've it, you've touched on books a few times. Your bio, you talked about it, you know how important it was to read and learn. Uh, and you and I met through a book project. Yeah. So uh, it's called. You want to give give the title of it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's overcoming mediocrity. Limitless women. And it's facilitated by Christy Rafino. Yeah. Uh, Dynamic Publishing Women's Network. Is that correct? So, I sometimes I so. get those words yeah, twisted. I know.
1: I know. <laughs> 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 yeah, I see the acronym and I'm just like, oh, I'm not sure what it means. <laughs> so it, oh, is, Sorry, Christy, we're trying here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she'll understand so is is this journey that you've shared with us is this what you're sharing with people in the book
0: a lot of it is yes um I I don't know if you allow f-bombs on here sure um okay so what I do is I because my question was just like what the fuck right yeah. <laughs> This is what life is all about. Are you serious? Yeah what I what I learned to do through my process of what I just shared is take that WTF and we put it into what's this for? Yeah so that's why I'm saying find the value. what's this for what it what am I gaining from this experience And what that does is that takes us from being a victim to our life and and being in that hopeless space. To if I ask what's this for, what am I learning? Why are these people showing up in my life? Why am I in this situation? When I start being inquisitive about it, now I'm a student to my life. I am I am interested in me. I'm interested in what's happening. Um, I I also for myself I go a little further into, you know, one of the ways I take responsibility is why did I attract this to myself. You know, it's my energy, and my energy is saying, you know, I'm going to have this experience. And so, what is it about my energy? What momentum did I have in my own energy to create this experience? Yeah. That's, but that's in it. any case, yeah, in any case, you know, if, if you struggle with having any kind of, um, seeing any kind of value in it, the one thing you can be grateful for is when you're in a in a in a chaotic storm you know that's what you don't like. Yeah, that's very clear, right? We we do not like the way this is happening or how this is going or I don't like these people or um so what we can do is take that information and flip it to what do I like? What do I want? So there's your value. There's your, there's a way to experience gratitude. Well, I'm grateful that this is showing me what I don't like or don't want. So now I can turn it around and focus on what, because we know, right? Whatever we give our attention to grows. Yes. So if we're clear about what we do want or do like, now we have something else to focus on to create a new momentum towards what we want.
1: Exactly. I, and that reframe is such a critical piece of it because uh, if we're focused on what we don't want, what we don't like, we're going to continue to get more of it. More. Sadly. But <laughs> when we, when we turn it to the positive, then we're going to get the positive that we do desire.
0: Yes. And it's being um, there's this is what I say. When you are, are um, mindfully manifesting, you're intentionally manifesting, you have to be diligent, consistent, and persistent in your focus.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it takes practice. It does. It absolutely does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I have a couple more questions for you. Okay. First, first question, and here's the setup. So uh, I love your acronym about WTF. Uh, I have an acronym that I use in my coaching. It's MSG. And that stands for mindset, skill set, get off your asset, because I think it really brings a lot of very important principles into play. As you look at your journey, what is an overarching principle that you would point to that you believe contributes to your success?
0: I would say perseverance. I have had this strong spirit within me that has just told me, keep going. And when I was younger, I didn't know what that was, but it was keep showing up, keep going. It was, it became a, like a mantra and interesting enough, I didn't recognize that until I was an adult going through my, my healing process, my emotional healing process when I look back I was like wow there was my spirit had to have been so strong because every day I just wanted to give up every day and it was that perseverance that just kept
1: me going I love that that's so important last question how can people get in touch with you
0: All right. So my website is amywade.com. And I'm also, I do most of my stuff on Facebook. So I have amywade-emotional-resiliency-coach. And um, you can connect with me through there. And then my email is support at amywade.com.
1: Fabulous. Everybody, if you didn't have a chance to write that down, make sure you check the show notes because all of that information will be there. You'll learn more about Amy You'll have all of her contact information. And I encourage you absolutely do reach out to her. Uh, She has such fabulous wisdom to share with you. Amy, thank you again for being here today. Oh, thank you so much. A pleasure. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Make sure you tune in next time for High Frequency Mindset Podcast.